Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Hey guys. And Hunter. How's it going? And like always, we're going to cover the Disneyland Walt Disney World news, starting with the announcements for the openings of the new lands, and of course annual passes going up. So without further ado, here we go. So to start things off, we're going to talk about Disneyland. Starting off with some bad news, there was a fire at the uh, Mickey and Friends parking structure. It caused about $180,000 worth of damage. What? There was four cars that were destroyed, four cars that they said had major damage, and they had seven cast members that had minor injuries uh, from smoke inhalation. So uh, this, this kind of sucks, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I know a lot of people were on the Twitter talking about it saying like, oh, you know, that, uh, the worst thing to come back to after a day at Disneyland, which I agree, but at the oh, same yes. time, like, you know, that's one of those things, it's like, I really can't do anything about that, like, unless you're the one that has the car that caught on fire, then, <laughs> then you, you probably had something to do with it. Um, <laughs> the other thing, though, is they haven't officially stated what happened, but uh, I'm going to assume they never will. Because yeah. that's that's kind of a that's kind of like a thing. They they're never gonna tell you what really happened. They're like it happened. All right, let's just yeah. Move they're on. gonna be like let's just move on. And say hi to Mickey for me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that though, the Beauty and the Beast teaser trailer uh, recently opened on February tenth. I know that was a little while ago, but uh, I know Hunter, you just went there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, just to give you guys a quick. So at Disney Hollywood Studios, it opened at One Man's Dream. <sighs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> at Disney California Adventure, it opened at the Sunset Showcase. Previously, the Muppet Vision 3D Theater. I just want to make sure to mention every time that we were right yeah, that it was never coming gone. back. But uh, it I opened at the it, <laughs> it opened at the Sunset Showcase uh, with 3D and special effects. Um, it actually is an eight minute long preview and it comes with uh, a lot of like, uh, you know, wh uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It, it has like a lot of stuff from the movie that you can see, like memorabilia. Yeah. It's going to be running until March 26th, my birthday, so that's good. <laughs> but uh, wh what are your guys' quick thoughts on it? Well, I was out there this last weekend and... Uh, we get it, Hunter. We, we, we had to because of our sister's insistence on watching it. And it wasn't bad, don't get me wrong, but we aren't the biggest fans of these previews. It was essentially a preview of the uh, song Bell. No crazy changes there, it's still a good song. You get a little funny back and forth between Mufu and uh, Gaston, though. Was it pretty much the one that you saw on uh, Facebook? Because they released, like, a clip of it. It was, like, a minute-long clip. It's essentially that. It's just, you know, you got the 3D effect, which it wasn't really 3D, but whatever. It was more of 2D. No, seriously, like, I, I don't even agree with all the 3D <laughs> stuff either, but that's a different subject. Well, um, I did want to point out, too, that the Disney California Adventure... Preview is the only one that has the 3D and special effects, like the in-theater effects, which I found interesting that they didn't bring that over to uh, Disney World in any way. But I know, like, a big thing people have been saying online, like, a lot of people have been saying that if you're, like, on the fence on the movie, which I know I've stated before that I am, they say that this preview, like, 
fully buys you in. Like, uh, if you were on the fence, you're going to watch it, and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to see this movie. Uh, yeah, you know, that's that's kind of what I felt, because even though I was going to see it anyway, seeing this just kind of, like, reassures any doubts you do you, you might have about it. Emma Watson has a good singing voice. They, they make minor tweaks just to fit the, the story a little bit better. But, you know, it's, it's really good. It's also a longer retelling of it. It is, yeah. But, you know, uh, ultimately, I just see it as a thing. It's like, you know, I can sit here and be against it, or I can just, uh, you know, go ahead and be with it and just watch it, though. Um, I'm, I'm still, like, on the sense that I'm like, you know, it's not going to be... I, I know a lot of people are going to be angry, but it's not going to be as great as the animated film. Of course it won't like, be. No, no way. Like, already in, like, the clips that they've shown... I wasn't impressed with like the singing because it's not at the same level that the animated feature is but at the same time I'm like I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh well this won't work now (laughs) I mean look at look at what happened with the Jungle Book the Jungle Book uh, and mind you I still haven't seen it the Jungle Book made what was it uh, 900 million dollars yeah and that's considering that people the biggest complaint that people had was that it was almost a shot for shot of the animated film what do you expect? You know? In all honesty, it really was, but it was good, and I don't. But it. but it doesn't beat out the original animated feature. Uh, I do want to add in a couple things. So they like re- they've been releasing stuff like all the time now. Like they released a, a clip of the Gaston song the other day, which um, anyone that's <coughs> friends with me on Facebook, oh, you'll see it because uh, I I post all that stuff when I see it, but I was actually uh, impressed with the Gaston scene. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, I noticed like a little thing with LeFou and I thought it was funny because uh, it was actually today that they, not really officially, but it came out, uh, it leaked from an interview that they're doing for, I think it's like Entertainment Weekly or something like that, that LeFou is actually going to be gay in this, um, which like we, we talked about it off mic, like it's one of those things like I don't need to know that, like I'm not like sitting here like, oh thank god, but at the same time I'm like, oh you know, I, I believe I it. See like, it. Yeah, but, um, you know, it's one of those things, like, it's not a, it's not a huge difference, so I'm not, you know, I, I don't think anyone should be mad, uh, quite honestly, it's one of those things, though, that I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I could care less, like. Now, do you think, uh, he have a crush on Gaston? Yeah, that's obviously. Uh, with very obvious. But for me, it's like you a non-issue thing. How. I don't, I don't think yeah. you should have a strong reaction either way because, again, it just goes into that thing where it's like, okay, cool, but I could have cared less in all honesty. I, I'm going to go ahead and say the one thing I will say in a positive light is that I like the idea that it's not, like, a super integral thing. Like, yeah, you know, mind you, we haven't seen the movie, but obviously they're not, like they're not going to make it, like, this secondary storyline or something like that. Like, that... Like, uh, I, I like that they're, they just put it in there where it's like, oh, okay, I believe it. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here like, no, don't do it. It's ruined everything. No, that's, that's not it at all. Or every song, every Ariana Grande is singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, the, um, I, I want to bring that up too. The clip came out of, um, Ariana Grande and John Legend singing Beauty and the Beast. And I was impressed because they were able to keep her in. But uh, I, I think we talked about it a little while ago. But still, like, the, I just want to bring that up again because it's like they're doing a great job of like making everything match. Like, not nothing is like too out there. Right. 
I can just picture John Mayer. Beauty John and... Legend. John, oh, Legend. John Legend. Yeah. Well, that's, John Mayer. That's because John Legend is amazing and Ariana Grande is... Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, our personal opinions of Ariana Grande are not great. <laughs> but, uh... So this is, like, the start of, like, the pretty big news. Um, over the last couple of weeks, they just started announcing things like crazy. Um, one of them is that the Star Wars themed land, which they still have not officially unveiled the title... Uh, part of that is because there's a big thing that they've already tried out the the idea of calling it Star the Star Wars experience, and people have like uniformly come against it, including us. Yeah, and, and especially us. And I know Iger's a listener, so. <laughs> but that's the thing is like there still is no official like name yet, so I, I'm getting a little worried on that. Uh, I really hope it's not the experiencing, and I understand what they're going for with the idea of the experience, because the the whole idea of it is that you call it the Star Wars experience to imply to people this isn't just a land; you're going to be in Star Wars. You're experiencing what it's like to live in this universe. However, Disney created themed lands, and we've always taken themed lands to mean that we were in that space. Right. Like I don't go to Hogsmeade. And Gringotts, uh, or Gringotts, uh, Diagon Alley, and think to myself, well, since they don't call it Harry Potter experience, I guess I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. They should name it like, nothing like Tatooine, but like something like that. You know? Yeah, and or if they like, get a planet name, I'm game. Yeah, um, I mean, they could perfectly say it like, you know, how they're gonna do, and we're gonna talk about it later, but the Avatar Land is officially titled Pandora, the Land of Avatar. I like, can that work makes with sense. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, off of our derailment, Star War, the Star Wars theme land will officially open in 2019. And it came out in, like, the, uh, what was it, the stockholder uh, quarterly meetings. Okay. Um, so that's, like, that's a big, you know, thing to know, especially now we know we have a hard date of 2019 that we're shooting for, which means we're two years away. I'm still not happy with, like, the timeline. I feel like everything takes too long now, but, you know, whatever. We're... Star Wars, at the least, is the thing that it's gonna. O- it doesn't matter when it opens; people are gonna come to it. Right. But I know we've said it before. We, uh, I think, we all assume that it might open, you know, next year, just because it's like you don't want to open it when the last of the of this new trilogy is about to come out. Yeah, and that's exactly what they're gonna yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Episode nine is gonna come out the same year that you know this is opening. So. But you know, like I said, the one thing is that. Ultimately, for Star Wars, what you get is that those fans are going to come yeah. no matter what. They will always be there. I mean, look how many people came out for Star Wars, or I mean, Star Tours, the adventures continue. And that's considering all that was is they just added new There's life to that. Yeah, they, they just added new scenes and it became, it, it went right back to being a huge e-ticket attraction. I'm, Star Wars will always be there. Like, as much as some people... Like, uh, our cousin Danny wants to poo-poo on Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars is an iconic, like, cultural phenomenon. Yeah. So it's always going to be there. Now, um, I don't know. You guys want to talk really quick on the Star Wars land? Like, oh, and by the way, this is actually, uh, um, really quickly, this is actually Disneyland and Walt Disney World news because they announced oh, okay. that they're both going to open at the same time, which... It's a surprise because, like, we've we've covered it a lot. Like, 
the Star Wars land over here looks like it's going uh, vertical a lot faster. Yeah. But um, I know, like, talking to uh, people like Nathan and others online, that a big thing is that the one in Hollywood Studios, you don't see what's going on. So it makes it, like, harder to figure out where they really are at. Um, so, so they can... What I'm trying to say yeah. is they can move faster because can, of that. Because it's not in sight. Yeah, it's not like with us where we have like the vantage point of the parking lot and but, stuff like that. Well, there's also right the over. fact that there's all the roads and stuff that uh, they would have to block off to get everything in there. Right. So it's probably kind of for us like heading into uh, like a seven doors mine train where it's like, uh, it's like I don't know. we can only do so much work. Right. So, so it's actually it'd be a safe assumption to say that they might be on par with Disneyland's construction right now then. Yeah. Since we can't see anything. Um, I, I do want to say, like, because, so there's two rides that they're planning. There's going to be the um, Escape the First Order ride, which uh, uh, we've talked about. It looks pretty much like it's the Spider-Man slash Transformers ride. But uh, I'm super on board. I love, like, yeah. the idea of it. I'm all for it. What, what I will say, and I know this is, like, a very unpopular <laughs> opinion, is the Millennium Falcon ride, to me, sounds stupid. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. Like, the, and, and it's going to a whole thing, like, um, I, I was watching the other day, because I, I want to, you know, I'm in a Disneyland, like, need right now or whatever, need a trip, but uh, my daughter and I were watching videos on YouTube, and rides that are, that are screens, and I'm going to say, I know, I know you all know it, but universal rides are what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you watch them on YouTube, like, you don't get the same sensation because you're like, oh, yeah, it's just a screen. Like, you don't, yeah, you're, you're not like, it. oh, yeah, I'm connecting to this. You're just like, yeah, it's just a screen. That's it. I.e. the uh, Gringotts coaster. You ride that and you're like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, it's not a coaster. It's just a, it's screens. It's three screens and that's it. With 12 but, seconds of coaster. That's the thing. Is like I see the I see the um, Millennium Falcon one, and I'm like, what's the difference between this and the VR? Was it the Six Flags VR um, Land Park? Yeah. It's like they're the same thing. If you're gonna sit me in a little pod and tell me these screens are gonna make it look like you're on the Millennium Falcon, it's like, okay. I can. I mean, because I can work with the motion simulator, but there's a there's gotta be a stopping point, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fully invested on that yet. That's what I'm getting at. I think the only thing I'm excited is that, you know, while you wait in line, like, if they do something, like, not original, but, like, have, like, parts from the inside, you know, how realistic they are, like, having parts from the movies and oh, stuff like I that. Gotcha. I think that's the only thing I'm excited about. Like, I mean, the ride, I'm not really too fan about it, yeah. but to, definitely, like, you know. To me, it sounds like a smaller version of Star Tours. Like, that's, yeah, at best, that's mm, what you're getting. You know, like, you know, the... That's not a necessary thing, it seems like. Watch it have the new Han instead of uh, old Han. That'd be awesome. That would make me so mad. No, I'm, I'm not saying... No, I'm, I'm saying, not like, saying like, like Han Solo. We're Harrison saying, like, Ford. I'm the saying the, the oh, new Oh, the actor. new one? Oh. I'm like, watch it be him I instead can, of Harrison oh, Ford. Yeah. I, will, I will be... Fans will be pissed I'm 99% off. sure that we'd be all okay with, you know, young Harrison Ford being in there. But if, if you run... Even if he's CGI. If you're like, what is this guy? Yeah. That's uh, not Han. He's dead now, okay? Sure. <laughs> no! So moving, over. Uh, moving on, they officially announced that Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout, <laughs> the stupidest name ever, uh, Mission Breakout, is going to open on May 27th in Disney California Adventure. Now, now uh, 
we're gonna talk about it later too with uh, Disney World, but May 27th is gonna be a huge day. That's that's what I'm seeing here. But uh, <laughs> I, I am super excited to see this uh, coming up. I know uh, they recently uh, recovered the front of it because you could start seeing it and people were, you know, dumping on how it looked and whatever. Which I'm like, ultimately in the in the pictures we saw or of the like art, mm-hmm. the concept art, it was going to look like that. Right. There was no way it was gonna look different. For them to be like, all it is is pipes and they recolored it. Like, like yeah, duh. that's what I got when I saw the concept <laughs> art. Like, I didn't think for a second, like, it's gonna be a completely new building. <laughs> they ain't going Josh's idea, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. The, the real the real listeners will be thinking, man, they should have just torn it down. Uh, I'm, I'm on board with that, because after they announced it, I, I think I said that to you. Wow, I'd rather they just tear it down and start from scratch, but all right. I know. Uh, moving into Walt Disney World, though, uh, we just want to mention very quickly that James White had the Super Bowl parade at uh, Magic Kingdom. Had a good time. Yep. James White, Super Bowl champion from the New England Patriots. Take that, Nathan. No, <laughs> no but that, uh, that's a cool thing. Um, so here's where we start getting into other things. Well... So, one of the things is there, they announced there's going to be a new Nighttime Spectacular opening May 12th in Magic Kingdom. It's going to be called uh, Happily Ever After. Uh, this is straight from the Disney Parks blog. It will combine the magic of Disney storytelling, beloved Disney characters, fireworks, and so much more. And it will debut at the Magic Kingdom Park on May 12th. The Spectacular will, will inspire guests to seek out and find their own Happily Ever After by showcasing some of the greatest adventures Disney characters have taken to achieve their dreams. The show will feature the latest fireworks and pyrotechnics and original animation uh, animation plus a heart-tugging original score. Heart-tugging score, okay. And thanks to the inclusion of state-of-the-art projection mapping technology, more Disney characters than ever before will be featured in the show, including moments from Moana, Brave, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, Princess and the Frog, Aladdin, and many others. So, this is replacing the projection show that's currently at Magic Kingdom. Um, personally, I really don't care. <laughs> like, I really just don't care at all. But, uh, what are some of your guys' uh, ideas on this? It can't be worth what we've got playing right now, because I don't like the current show. I, I do like the current one with the uh, Wreck-It Ralph moment. That's the one thing I like. <laughs> I like the Wreck-It Ralph, too. That one looks cool. Uh, I mean, realistically, all this sounds like is it's an update of what they already have. Which, at the same time, I'm not super against. It's just whatever to me. But, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not people for those. Just like this next bit of news, <laughs> the Rivers of Light finally opened at Disney Animal Kingdom. Um, this is from the, once again, from the Disney Parks blog. Disney's Animal Kingdom has continued its evolution to a day-to-night park by introducing a rich variety of new nighttime experiences, from Kilimanjaro safaris after sunset and fine, fine dining at Tiffin's to the vibrant entertainment at the Harambe Wildlife Party and party with an eye, by the way. So <laughs> stupid. And Discovery Island Carnival. And when the Tree of Life awakens after dark, it is truly a sight to behold. Today, we're happy to announce... One of the park's newest nighttime experiences, Rivers of Light, will make its official debut on February 17th. 
I do want to add, they posted this like a couple days before it was going to open, which was like pretty insane. Like there was already a lot of talk that it was going to be opening soon, but I don't think anyone saw it opening that quickly. Like it was like, uh, like the, the rumors were coming out that it would open. And then the next day they were like, it's opening two days from now, by the way. <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, continuing the grand Disney tradition of innovative after dark entertainment, Rivers of Light combines live performance, floating set pieces, a soaring musical score, fountains, and more in a celebration of animals and nature. The story magically unfolds on the broad natural stage of the Discovery River, conveying the uplifting spirit of an ancient and timeless lantern ceremony and filled with symbolism, storytelling, and plenty of heart. Now, I'm going to go really quick with, uh, of course, we're not, you know, in Disney World. We didn't see it. Uh, and I just want to say really quickly, I don't think I would ever see it. <laughs> but I, just, that's just me being serious. Now, I've seen what people are saying online. I haven't bothered to watch it on YouTube because uh, on Instagram, I keep seeing clips of it. And that, too, like, nothing impresses me. And that's the thing is that ultimately, and we were talking about this off mic, it took them about a year to get this thing actually up and running after officially announcing it would open last year on April 20th for Earth Day, which it never hit and never opened. So this is almost a full year afterwards. And the thing is, is that the everyone who has seen it has said that it's basically okay at best. And, and that's the thing is it's like with over a year or not over a year, but with a year, to get this thing retooled and working, that is not the answer you want to hear. Is right. that it's like, oh, okay. You want them visually blown away, where they're like, it was worth waiting. Yeah, and and that's the thing too is that, like, uh, I I know I I heard so many podcasts that kept saying they're like, this is gonna be better than Illuminations. First of all, Illuminations is boring. I hate it. Um, yeah, but it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, how dare you? But. <laughs> Seriously, like, it was supposed to be better than Illuminations. And what they ended up delivering was something that people were like, okay. And and that's the thing, too, is that they talk about the Tree of Life Awakening. That is a much better show. That is an amazing show. And and that's the thing, too, is, like, people are still going on and on online about the Tree of Life Awakening show. And it's just a projection mapping show, but they love it. And then you get this huge, expensive Rivers of Light show... Which has like a limited seating and everything, and people just saw it and they were like, oh, "Okay, like that's cool." It's dancing and it's and it's water and it's uh, floats and that's cool. Imagine the surveys. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I think it's that thing too where it was like at a certain point it was just like we just have to get this thing going. But that's the thing is ultimately it didn't hit what the mark that it was supposed to, and and that's what I really wanted to say about that. You know, I don't I don't need to dump on it. Like I said, I. I haven't watched it. I don't care to watch it. You don't really have a real like, opinion on it. I mean, I, I watched, like, part of Illuminations, and I just was like, I'm going to go. You don't I don't care. I'd rather... Where's the exit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'd rather watch World of Color, and, and that's considering Disney Worlders love to dump on World of Color, and I'm just like, but World of Color is so good. Like, even without, like, a, an actual storyline, it's just good. And it's like, you want me to watch Illuminations? You're just sitting there like, oh, okay. So, so the globe just moves? Alright. That's cool. cool. All right. It's got screens on it. Whatever. There's lights. <laughs> but whatever. I, I, I'm not going to dump any more on that. So this is like a, a bit of like a rumor mill thing. But uh, 
So, some documents came out uh, talking about the Skyway. So there's, um, there were permits filed by the Walt Disney Company for a gondola transportation system to be installed to transport guests from Epcot to Disney's Hollywood Studios and to stop at like a few resorts on the way. Now, I say rumor because ultimately I don't think this will ever happen. Now the the permits being filed is uh, is something that does open your eyes where it's like, I mean, that that is pretty big news, but it's like they closed both skyways for the same incident. It's like, how are they going to pull this thing it's off? It's noteworthy, but at the same rate, probably want to mount to something. Yeah, that and that's how I ultimately feel. I don't think they're going to do anything with it. I think they're just going to let it go. Because well, I think I said it off mic. I was like, you know, that seems like a good idea, but in, in fairness, it was closed for an incident that we're not going to talk about, but it, there's a good reason why they took them out. Yeah. So, yeah, so for me, I'm just like, I don't see them doing it. Um, and I understand, like, the easiest thing that people think they should bring is the monorail. But the monorail costs a lot of money to build and put there. True. Now, I don't know why we can't do the original Epcot, or the original Epcot, like, idea and just have people movers that can take you back and forth. That, I think that would make more sense, but... Especially since we all love the people mover. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. You know, that's their thing. Let them do what they want. (laughs) For now. For now. now. We're going to take over. (laughs) So here's the big news for um, openings that I wanted to talk about. So they officially announced that Pandora is going to open up May 27th. And this is from the Disney Parks blog. This new land will transport guests to the visually stunning world of Pandora. Here, guests will wander at floating mountains and bioluminescent plants and can join the Navi on two excursions that take adventure to the next level. First, the family-friendly Navi River journey will send guests through a bioluminescent rainforest. Their journey will end in an unforgettable encounter with the Navi Shaman, a figure who has a deep connection to the life force of Pandora. And second, Avatar Flight of Passage will offer guests a jaw-dropping experience of exploring the world of Pandora atop a banshee. So basically, that one's soaring. Yeah. You're sitting on the back of a banshee. I think that one sounds kind of stupid, to be honest, but whatever. I'm game for it, I guess. Guests will also be able to dine at Satu Lee Canteen, a grab a drink, uh, or grab a drink at... Pangu Pangu, or shop for Navi cultural items, toys, science kits, and more at Wind Traders. So, the same date keeps coming up. It's May 27th. It's when they're going to have all of this stuff going on. You're going to have, like we said before, you're going to have Guardians Guardians opening, and you're going to have Pandora opening. That's major. Now, (laughs) well, here's the thing is on top of that i received an email from universal informing me that their third theme park whatever stupid thing they're calling it is going to open on may 27th officially now what have you learned you don't compete against disney yeah and that's the thing is like to be honest like looking at all the stuff they have i'm just like i care more that pandora is opening like Mind you, we're not, like, huge fans of Avatar. No, but not at all. Pandora sounds like a cool, like, thing you want to see. This third theme park, as much as they keep insisting that it's not a water park, it's a it water is park. definitely a water park. 
And then at that, I received another email uh, just yesterday informing me that they will have their own version of magic bands, even though they pretend like they're not magic bands. I know what a magic band is when I hear it. Oh, so it's 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 gonna let me guess. It's gonna look like the thing from Jurassic World where we were all joking around that even in the movie universe they understand that magic bands are cool. They're not magic bands, but they look a lot like them, and they have the same functions as one. Okay, so the park is called <laughs> Volca- Volcano Bay. Um, here's the email that I received from uh, Universal, by the way. At Volcano Bay, you will receive a waterproof Tapu Tapu trademarked uh, wearable. Don't call it a wearable. Uh, <laughs> to use for the day, designed specifically and exclusively for you. Exclusively? This is literally a ripoff of Magic Bands, and they're gonna pretend this is exclusive to us. But whatever, <laughs> we made it. Um, and at that, it's trademarked, so it's not even theirs. So it's like they used a third party to build them what Disney built. So whatever. <laughs> um, designed specifically and exclusively for use in Universal's water theme park, Tapu Tapu will make your experience throughout the entire park as hassle-free and fun-filled as possible. It will allow guests to virtually wait in line. Fast, fast plus. <laughs> for Volcano Bay's dozens of unique attractions and discover various top two stupidest way they could have called it top two <laughs> top two play also trademarked uh experiences throughout the park with just a simple touch now top two play by the way as they show and they have like a little gift that they show where they there's like a little marker on the wall and they wave the tapu tapu wearable across it and like lights start turning on they magic already do band. that with magic bands too like and it's way cooler the way disney does it well too. for instance like you know i know we talked about it uh long ago when we went to disney world but we geeked out when the signs had our names on them mm-hmm. this is literally what this thing is like everything about it is a magic band <laughs> and then even at that the the gift that they show it's like almost like they're trying so hard to do the bioluminescence even though they don't have it because <laughs> Yeah. Like it looks it's like just... it looks like Avatar. It looks like the stuff for Avatar. And you're just like, oh, okay. You like... know what Magic Band should do? I was just thinking about it. They should make one that is like glow in the dark or like like lit up. They do have glow in the dark ones. I think really? the Haunted Mansion one is. Not mine at least. Not yours. I think maybe have... a new one, but Yeah. Oh. I I'd, I'd be all for one with a small LED light. I'm stupid right. like that. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Hunter? Just... <laughs> I just find it funny like because that's the thing, too. It's like Disney officially announced May 27th for Pandora. And so does Universal. You know, because Universal always tries to one-up. But it's like, you're building a water park. Like, that's like them announcing that they were opening Hogsmeade or uh, Diagon Alley. And if Disney would have been like, oh, by the way, we're reopening River Country. You're just like, okay. Good that for magic you. band, it looks much bulkier. Like, it looks like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks that, dumb. Like it looks, watch. it's like, well, not even that. It looks like a Fitbit. Like, uh, it reminds me of, like, my buddy has, like, the, um... The Surge or whatever surge, it's called. Yeah. Surge? The big version of it. No, um, no, he has the, uh, Android, um... The Android oh, watch. The uh, what's it called? Yeah, the Gear 2. Mm-hmm. And the Gear 2 is so 
big. Like, it sits, like, a couple of inches off his, like, er, uh, well, not, realistically, not a, a couple inches, but it's, like, at least, like, almost an inch off of his wrist. I'm and just, that's like, what you're getting so with this thing. Like, the middle part of it looks clunky. Yeah, but, I mean, it is what it is, but. Let it fail. Yeah, it's gonna burn and fail. Whatever. Um, Maybe it'll explode. <laughs> <laughs> Backfire. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's just the thing, like, uh, I wanted to bring up because it's like, this is going to be great for, like, theme park goers. Because we're all getting new stuff out of this. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the way Universal sees it where they're like, we're embarking on becoming better than Disney. No, you're not. No, you're never going to get there. Just give up. But uh, they should destroy their parks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it is a thing where it's like, you know, that it does, to me, at the least, it's... The one positive I see is that us as park goers, we're getting all the benefits of their rivalry. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're a Disney fan, you're getting the better of the two. Yeah. I mean, I doubt I doubt Volcano Bay is going to be something that we're like, we need to see this. I mean, we went to Universal and people kept insisting to me online, you can't do Universal Orlando in one day. And you're I'm right. Like, well, we, we did it in a half a yeah. day. <laughs> we did it in half a day. We wrote everything we wanted. Some things we rode more than once, and then at that... And we, and we were getting shoved out, too. Yeah, we yeah we ultimately, we didn't even want to stay longer. And, you know, what's funny is, like, at first, um, I don't know if we said it on the podcast, but, like, uh, when we first went there, everyone was talking about maybe we should do two days. Uh, I remember specifically, like, your family was saying that. And then what happened? At the end of the day, they were like, yeah, we're done. we're done. We're done with this place. No one likes butter beer. Yeah, by the way, that is the grossest stuff mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if you don't want to have teeth, it's good. <laughs> I took a sip, and I swear my teeth disintegrated. <laughs> uh, ending that hate, uh, that hate. Um, so I, I wanted to talk really quick about annual passes. So, like always, annual passes went up. Now, we can be upset about it or whatever, but uh, one thing was that the rumor at first was that they were going to come with uh, them taking out. And, and this is a big thing for Disneylanders, but they were going to take out monthly payments. I was very pissed off about that. Yeah. However, like, we what? lucked out because apparently they, uh, yeah, they decided that they were scared of trying to actually pull that off, so they didn't take it. Woo! So we went again. <laughs> well, the annual passes all went up a little, and that's the thing. It's like the more expensive ones, like the one I have, for instance, I have a signature. That one didn't go up at all. But, yeah, so, uh, so the three of us are safe. So oh, I'm going to go over them. Um, so for Disneyland, you've got the Disney Southern California Select. Whatever. <laughs> um, this lets you in 175 days uh, of the year, 10% off uh, dining, merchandise, 15% off tours, and parking is not included. Wow. Um, so sucks. the previous, uh, it went up $10. It's $339 a year. Okay. The Disney Southern California Pass, you get to go in 229 days, no Saturdays. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but uh, um, same thing, 10% uh, off dining and merchandise, 15% off tours, parking is not included. This one went up $10 also, so it's $469. Uh, for both of these, or actually for all of these, you can add parking. Parking is two hundred and nineteen dollars. Yeah, extra. but at that rate, you might as well just get the uh, yeah big one. <laughs> so the Disney Deluxe Pass, um, 
This one allows entry uh, 320 days over the next year, 10% off dining and merchandise, 15% off tours, parking is not included. This one went up $20, and this is now $619. Then you, uh, it's, and that's the thing too, is, um, for the Disney Signature and Signature Plus, there was no change. However, the thing is, is that, um, it's a huge jump. So, Deluxe Pass is $619. The Signature Pass is $849, (laughs) and that's a huge difference. So, um, also, uh, Disney Premier Pass, which is for, uh, both coasts. That one has no change. That one is still $1,439. So you know. know. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) Um, Parking did go up, too. Uh, They went $2 up. So cars and motorcycles are $20. Oversized vehicles are $25. Buses are $30. And $35 for the... Oh, okay. $35 for the preferred parking, which is... um, for parking like in the front areas now and fifty dollars yeah, for by, by the way preferred parking is isn't working out i don't think because I, I when we were there the last couple of days i didn't see anybody using it well i mean they I mean, still they offer it spend so. that. and that's what i feel about it george is i'm like i'm not gonna pay you extra i still gotta walk yeah <laughs> is there an electronic flying car that'll take me to the parking structure no oh well so uh here's the disney uh world ones so the Disney Platinum Plus, this allows entry to all water parks and theme parks and the ESPN wor- Wide World of Sports. Oak Trail Golf Course, uh, you only have to pay green fees. Um, Photo Pass, digital downloads, and theme park parking. So this one went up $40. It's $869. And that's uh, for a new one. The- they have like different rates and stuff for these. Um, I'm just going to go over it. If you're renewing it, it also went up $40, so now it's $745. Florida residents and Disney Vacation Club owners, uh, it's $769. And If you're renewing it. Oh, and for renewal for Florida resident and DVC, it's $659. The Disney Platinum, which is uh, entry to all the theme parks, photo pass digital downloads, and theme park parking. This one went up $30, so now it's $779. $665 for renewal, $679 for Florida resident and DVC if it's new, and $669 for Florida resident or DVC renewal. That's weird. Why is that more expensive? Which one? The, uh, the... Oh, no. Never mind. Oh. Disney Gold Pass, which allows entry to all theme parks, 320 days of admission, um, Photo Pass digital downloads. Oh, they have this backwards. Okay, that's so weird. Um, I was like, why are they getting cheaper? Uh, Disney Photo Pass digital downloads and theme park parking. This one is uh, $10 up, so it's $559 for new Florida residents and DVC, and renewal is $439. Disney Silver Pass, which allows entry to all theme parks, 320 days of admission, and theme park parking is $419 for uh, Florida residents. Uh, This is uh, up $30. Disney Weekday Select, which is only for Florida residents, it's a $10 increase for, uh, it's going to be $269. This allows entry to the theme parks, 
but with no weekends or holidays with theme park parking. I love how they they give you theme park parking in all of them, though. You're right. Such a mad difference. And then they've got Disney Epcot After 4. This allows entry into Epcot on any day after 4 p.m. with Epcot parking <laughs> included. It's $259 for Florida residents, and it's uh, up $10. So... One thing I want to point out really quickly, and very obviously, is how much of a difference the Disneyland and Disney World annual pass is. And that all goes into the same thing that we've talked about many times, which is the way Disney feels about annual pass holders. Like, uh, if you could tell listening, for Disney World, they gave you a lot more for a lot less. Because you're getting four theme parks, you're getting parking included at all of them and you're paying like way under a thousand dollars like what i want to say yeah uh the one that's that you would say is comparable to uh the signature pass is 559 dollars and um as i was just saying the signature pass is like 900 dollars. yeah we're pushing almost a thousand for those yeah and that's the thing, though, is, like, you're fighting with the fact that at Disney World, even though they have a large uh, fan base, the thing is, is that they're not getting locals the way that Disneyland does. Like, Disneyland, ultimately, they they always say it, but it's the uh, greatest local theme park ever. And, and, like, Hunter can attest to because he was just there. Those locals, like, they're just awful. They they don't buy anything. They they're just there in the way. They feel like they're privileged to everything because they're local. It's true. Like it's annoying. And then, you know, we're paying like way ridiculous prices for and, it. And it sucks because like if if you were to lock with the three of us and next to us was a group of locals, you'd see the difference. We're paying for stuff. We we're happy to be there. We love the place. They're sitting there acting like they own the place. They're not buying. Complaining anything. about they're complaining yeah. that that things are expensive, even though they weren't gonna ever buy anything anyway. I hate that they're wearing their own leather jacket and stuff like that. Oh, their gosh. club. I know. They think they're cool. And it's really yeah. annoying. Because we're getting punished for the fact that they act like that. <laughs> At least that's how it's feeling. Yeah, uh, it's just like, it's just a weird difference. Uh, and, and that's what I wanted to bring up is like how weird it is, like the massive difference. But I understand the logistics because, like I said, um, like, like I was saying, Hunter was there this past weekend and he was saying. Uh, which is opposite to what I was seeing online. The uh, the locals were not leaving when it was raining. It was weird. It was they still weren't. packed. So it's it, it is a thing that it's like they're st- they're trying to combat that, and that also comes with like the um, earnings report from like I think it was like September last year, where they announced that um, theme park attendance was down, but theme park profit was up, and people were like, how can that be? And it's like, well. You're paying more now to get in, so you get less people coming in because they can't afford it. But then at the same time, you're getting a bunch of people that, because they can afford to pay that more, they're going to spend money there. Because they're like, well, I'm already here. Why am I going to leave? I already spent X amount to get in. I'm here for the long haul. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, we can be mad, but ultimately, whatever. We can't argue it. I will happily spend that money because I love Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, I was watching a video of uh, the People Mover, and I'm just like, I remember when the park was like that, when it was dead. 
It's like, <laughs> you, you'll never see that now. Like, it, it sucks, but, you know, that's well, that's a thing of the past. We, just, we discussed that. There's no off-season anymore, it feels like. Yeah, there isn't. I mean, I, I was reading on Mice Chat, they were talking about the off-season is now rainy days. They're like, when it rains, you get more people leaving, <laughs> and that's the best time. But you have to... You have to deal with the fact that you're going to be in the rain. Um, really quick, before we move into studio, I actually forgot to bring up... Um, so, recently, and it was like literally they announced it 10 days before. They uh, This past weekend, they reopened the Village House in Disneyland, which was the Pinocchio um, as, uh, our quick service restaurant. Mm-hmm. They reopened it as the Red Rose Tavern, which is stupid. Yeah. But um, it's uh, Beauty and the Beast themed. And uh, it looks like it's a huge success. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing that like... the food good? Well, I'm actually hearing that people like the different foods because, uh, of course, like the Village House, it was just plain burgers and Chicken. pizza. Oh, yeah, 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 pizza. But uh, now they've got flatbread pizza inside there. Yeah, good burgers. And now. they have good burgers. And on top of that, they have the gray stuff, which they brought over from uh, Be Our Guest. Right. And that's uh, apparently like such a huge hit. I was reading... The other day they ran out of gray, uh, or the first day they ran out of gray stuff at 12. Dude. Uh, at noon. Like, wow. And, and people are That's... waiting like two hour lines to get into the place. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Is like, we wanted to go there. We were all excited, right? We walked past it and like, okay, this is a quick service. We're all looking at each other. I'm like, I could probably get in the ESPN zone any quicker than I get in here. Yeah. yeah. And, but, you know, I still want to go in there, mind you. It's just, it's, it's got such a long line. It goes out the door, and I think they open at 11, so... Yeah, like, uh, I saw a picture, and uh, that, that was the thing, too, is, like, the pictures inside, like, they did a great job covering over and making everything Beauty and the Beast themed, and they did a good job uh, intertwining both of them, because on the walls, they've got painted, like, very obviously the animated feature versions, but then they have, like, the new Mrs. Potts and uh, Chip and the cups and stuff, like on the walls and stuff. Um, it, it looks really good. Uh, one thing that came out with it too is they've got Belle in her uh, peasant clothes walking around. They've got Gaston now at Disneyland walking around. Yeah, but they also him. have a new version of the Beast walking around, which uh, I saw pictures of it and uh, it's a lot skinnier and um, it looks a lot better. I- I'll have to see it in person, but uh, I guess, bulky. yeah, they're, they're walking around um, the outside, like, you know, in the courtyard or whatever. But then the only thing that people are complaining about is they don't stop to take pictures. They just walk around. So you have to, like, take selfies and stuff with them. Ooh. I hate that. That'll probably change soon, I would assume. They'll probably start walking with the, uh... No, I don't the think people. they have the, the logistics for that. I think no? that's why they're not letting them stop. So right, they don't have the space for right, it. Like, we gotta keep moving. That's true, because Fantasyland's kind of like a... mess, kind of, you know? So... Moving into our final segment, which is the studio. I know that was super long, but uh, in the studio, I wanted to talk about the Oscar winners and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the uh, official trailer hit yesterday. Love it. Oh my goodness. Uh, I have to say I'm super excited for the movie. Um, But that aside, so the Oscars were this past Sunday, and uh, Disney had four wins, which was uh, big. Especially since they were, they were double nominated in a lot of categories. Uh, so I'm just gonna go over it. So visual effects, Jungle, uh, Jungle Book won, which I feels like, I feel like I should see it just because it won. But then I'm like, yeah, I don't care. But uh, 
The, that's an interesting one because that's one of them where they were double um, nominated because Doctor Strange was also nominated for visual effects. Best animated short film, Piper, which was the uh, short film before Finding Dory. Well, uh, that one won. Um, I don't feel as strong about that, but uh, I also don't really know the other short animated films, so yeah. I don't know how to judge that. I, I Ultimately, I thought Piper was kind of dumb, but... Whatever, that's me. Um, <laughs> this one was an interesting one. So for documentary film, Disney won this. It was uh, OJ Made in America. And this is actually a win for Disney because it was done by ESPN. Which is owned so, by Disney. So, well, it's yay. owned 80% by Disney. Yeah, but still, it's yay. mainly owned by Disney. So that's a win for Disney. Now, animated feature, this was uh, the big one too. Because, of course, like this is the perennial favorite is Disney and Pixar. Disney was actually double nominated in here. I want to point out though as an interesting side note that Pixar wasn't nominated at all for uh, best animated feature. Um, I totally agree with that because Finding Dory was not worth that. Like Finding Dory did really well but it's like that thing it's like ultimately it was not that great. It wasn't. It was basically Cars 2. Whatever. Um, (laughs) So Zootopia won and um Surprising no one. Yeah, it surprised nobody. Uh, I will... And, and this is where I'm going to get a little on my own soapbox or whatever. I honestly felt like Moana deserved the win. But uh, Zootopia, I understand what people like about it. It brought up a lot of... Uh, well, it's a great film in general. It was a completely original film. It made a billion dollars based on the fact that all the characters and everything about it was brand new. Right. It has Target in it, so that's a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> George. <laughs> Target's in it. But, uh, no, like, um, and, and, you know, it did bring up a lot of social issues, which was a big thing about it, and it did it in a clever way. But, ultimately, I thought Moana was a better movie. Like, Zootopia was really funny, but I was just like, eh, is not as good. But I understand, and I, I do um, understand Zootopia winning, because it had all those things behind it. That right. This was a movie, quite honestly, I mean, uh, I, I believe we even said it on the podcast, like, this was a sleeper hit. Like, no one saw this movie doing this well. Oh yeah, we definitely talked about it, because yeah. we kept making fun of how Batman v Superman couldn't beat this movie. And this movie was already out for like a month when <laughs> it came out. And we're like, do I, we were like, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> You know, Zootopia was a monster hit, and, um, you know, I know that's a big thing about it. And, you know, uh, I think what you were saying, I'm just going to piggyback off of it. I think 50, you know, not even 50, more than 50% of the reason is the fact that they took the chance on putting real-world issues into that movie subtly. In a children's movie, I made it in a way where, you know, Everyone it's not just, like, forced on you. But... They definitely did everything. Uh, they did everything right. Like, uh, I, I got nothing wrong with Zootopia winning. I love that movie. I yeah, just, right, I right, just right. honestly felt like I, I personally enjoyed Moana better. Uh, yeah, I don't have a horse in that race because I didn't see. I unfortunately did not get to see. But Moana you know, th- this is like, um, what was it? Uh, who was it? Um, now I have to look it up. But <laughs> I'm trying to think. Who was it that went up against Frozen? Oh, uh, what was it? A couple of years ago? I don't even know. It was. Uh, I, because, like, when it comes to animated feature, I just assume it's just going to be the Disney movie, so I don't even think about what the other ones are. It's like this here. I, I 
looking at the list. Was it Despicable Me? No. No, no. Or the Minions, whatever? It was, what, 2014? Yeah, this is 2014. I'm trying to think, who was it? What did it go against? I thought it was Minions. Was it? No, there was something specifically it went against that um, I really wanted to win. And I was super annoyed. Was that. it made by Disney or was it made by somebody else? I think it was Pixar. It was Disney. Uh, it was either Disney or Pixar. Huh. Dude, I don't need these lists. And, and watch it Watch it be complicated beyond all belief to figure this out. Then again, you know, when, when it comes to the... To, to that award though there are a couple times where I was angry like when Brave won cause I did not like Brave that's at all that's a perfect example of a movie that's like why did this win yeah I saw that in theaters <laughs> you poor poor person he loved that movie what are you talking about oh never it mind better than Tangle I'm sorry how Sue me. dare <laughs> you I would but they would laugh at us for bringing that into court <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you know what? I do know what it was. It was um, a non-Disney movie. It was The Croods. I thought The Croods was a better oh, movie. Oh, dude, that movie's fantastic. That's what it was. It was The Croods. I thought The Croods was a better movie, but Frozen won because of how big it was. Which is really annoying, because uh, I've seen The Croods probably five times, and that's four more times than I've seen Frozen. <laughs> the, the, Croods, the Croods is from... Uh, <laughs> Chris Sanders, though, who did uh, Lilo and Stitch well, and that makes How to Train Your Dragon. So, I mean, he he's a competent, you know, Disney-trained guy. Right. But it, it's just that thing. It's like... That DreamWorks is able to snag. Well, you know, well, yeah. Well, that's a whole different issue. I mean, yeah. we, we'll have to talk about that some other time. But, you know, it, it is that thing. It's like Frozen was a huge movie. There was no way anything was going to beat it. Oh, yeah. Right, right. And... And that's the thing, is The Croods was a small movie, you know, it didn't do very well, and at that, the other uh, animated movie that was nominated, which was Despicable Me 2, didn't deserve to be nominated in any way. It seemed like they were just reaching at that point, yeah. though, for, for nomination, for nominees. I, I know, I know it's, like, also unpopular, but I actually thought that um, Monsters U was a good movie, especially when I, I, I remember when I saw that Despicable Me 2 was nominated, I was like... Why is Monsters U not nominated? Like, Monsters U at least had heart to it. Yeah. Despicable Me too was just like, oh, more of what you already saw. Yeah. There you go. That's how we are here at Universal. Like, well, here's the scrap heap from the original one that we cut out. We put them all together. It just, <laughs> had, like, it just had random funny stuff in it, but whatever. Despicable um, Me. Well, because the first one was great, but every subsequent film after it has been awful. No, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, ultimately, like, that, that's the thing, though. It's like, the big movie is always pretty much going to win. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, um, we know people that thought that Kubo should have won Best Animated Feature. Which but it wasn't it was like, going to. It wasn't going to. There was no way it would. I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I haven't seen it, so I don't have an actual opinion. I mean, it's it, not like, uh, I, I don't care to look it up, but I know Coraline was nominated for Best Animated. I and, enjoyed that film. And Coraline deserved, definitely deserved that. Just like, um... I mean, ultimately, I don't think uh, the best picture this year deserved the win that it got. But, but whatever, it got it. You know, it got it. So, whatever. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us this week. We want to thank you guys, like always, for listening. Uh, seriously, we love seeing like our viewership go up. 
So thank you guys uh, every week that you do listen. Um, I do want to let you know that we do have uh, more features coming out soon. We're just busy writing them and researching. We want to make sure that we get everything you can. Uh, I know I'm super like into my into the Beauty and the Beast part two, but that that's like a big thing. Like it, it goes into like sideway areas that we have to cover. So um, it, I'm super excited though. But uh, we ha- we have other things, of course. Uh, like I said last week, you guys can uh, submit anything you want to us. You can either hit me up in email. That's going to be Giordano Josh, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O, Josh, at gmail.com. Uh, or you can hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. Um, also, I want to say uh, visit us on our website. Uh, well, it's on my website, but it's uh, Geocomedy. That's G-I-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com slash 3G-A-T-M. Sorry, it is my website. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, also, you can make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Write us a five-star review, hopefully. And uh, you can stars, follow us on uh, Spreaker. <laughs> but uh, once again, just thank you guys for listening. Um, uh, George, you got your social medias? Oh, yeah, sure. The one. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, J182. Uh, Hunter? Uh, you can follow... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Hunter3GATM or on Instagram, which is where I usually am, at the Disney Guy 24 And you can follow Hunter also on... Uh, <laughs> you can follow Hunter on the Snapchat. He'll be Hunter3GATM, the Disney Guy 24 <laughs> it's like super long and stupid nobody uh follows me there <laughs> but uh we want to thank you guys again uh thank you uh nathan for submitting uh that rumor to us yes enjoy uh, your vacation too He's yeah a disney cruise right now yeah enjoy, enjoy the seas sir uh thanks dave castaway k yeah and ultimately thank you dave like always thank you oh man all right so we'll see you guys next week see ya see you later adios ka ciao Thank you.